We wood have needed. Wood needed. Wood needed. We should review that. What is that? Stronghold Crusader. Can't put that there, my lord. Wood needed. Hello, and welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. I'm Marco. And the click clacking you're hearing in the distance is our dog. Woo! She's on the podcast She's too. She's on the podcast too. We received quite a few listener requests for more quartz, so we figured we would just let her make all the noise she wants. Yeah, you guys wanted this. Okay, she wants to come up actually, so yeah, I'm she gonna bring does. Her up. Wow, <laughs> it's this time in the podcast that um, quartz is involved. Why does she look like a chicken when she does that? What's wrong with her skin? She's okay. Hi, Maybe baby. Okay. Hey, quartz, you want to say something into the mic? Ew, ew, ew. Do not include that. I've got to. Do not include the fierce licking. Oh. She's so nervous up here and yet loves it. Well, she, she loves the thrill of it all. The adventure. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, you little noodle face. What? What do you want? Okay, put her down. <laughs> no, she wants to be up here. She wants to make horrifying licking sounds into the mic. I don't think that's the same as wanting to be up here. What? Okay. Oh, oh, Okay. <laughs> Okay, you go on podcast now? She is sitting, like, when she sits with her hands on here, she sits like she's a guest on our podcast. Like, all of our guests have sat like, <laughs> yes. She sits very politely, like our guests do. Oh, there she go. Graceful. Graceful. Okay. Okay. Uh, where were we? We, we're a podcast. Let's start from the, hello, and welcome to Review for Two. My name's Caroline. I'm Marco. And this is Review for Two. It's a podcast. It is a podcast. We review video games that are fun to play with one or more persons. One or more? <laughs> like extra. <laughs> Literally. Like one other or more persons. Yes. Because video games are fun and they are a good thing to share with people. And this gives you some good games to share with people you enjoy yeah. spending time with. Yes. Yeah. And we're dating, so we like to spend time with each other. Yes. We like to spend time with each other whether we like it or not. Other than playing video games, we sleep in separate beds. Yes. We cook separate food. We don't really talk to each other at all. This podcast is actually the only time we talk to each other once a week. So, Caroline, how was your week? It was okay. Yeah? I mean, oh my god, it's only Wednesday. It feels like it's been a full two weeks. I know. Since Monday. Yeah. And Mon- it's been two days. Man, this it was a rough few days, but like... I don't know where that sentence was going. I feel like we're doing that, how did this get made, Jundai and Raphael and Paul Shear. <laughs> how are you doing today? Hello, wife. How are you doing today? Right. That's funny. Okay, what game are we talking about today? Today we are talking about Old Man's Journey. Yes. Old Man's Journey, which is developed and published by Broken Rules. It was released for Android, iOS, Mac OS, and Windows in 2017. It was released for Switch and PS4 in 2018, and most recently released for the Xbox One in 2019. Wow, late to the party, Xbox. Right? Only by two years. Yeah, so this game is a 2D side-scroller kind of thing. Yeah. But you don't really control the main character. You kind of control the background. Mm Mm-hmm. It's got a more... And you tell him where to go. Yeah. So you basically, because it was first developed for touchscreens and computers, it definitely feels more like something that you would be doing either on a phone or on a computer. Even when you're using a controller, you are kind of controlling a cursor more than you are controlling a character. So you basically just click where you want him to go and he walks there. Yes. The old man in question, mm-hmm. who does not have a name. Or, I mean, he probably has a name. We but just don't know it. Yeah, we are never given a name for him. 
Yes. So you use your controller or cursor to manipulate the environment of the screen. So you're moving hills or grassy areas up or down so that the old man can navigate along them. And so you have to pull them at an angle where he could feasibly walk amongst them if they were on in the same like foreground background. Yeah, it's like... Even if they're in the background, sorry. It's like a weird kind of like forced perspective thing Mm -hmm. where you have to treat the foreground and the background as though it were an object you could hop to and from. Yes. And then you... Yeah, like Caroline said, you pull them next to each other to create a path for the man to jump from to his destination. And you can't control everything. Like, you can't control anything made of stone or steel or like artificial human-made structures. Mm -hmm. But like trees and wood and dirt and hills, you just kind of bend around. Yeah. And this game was mostly designed for one person. But one of the things that I really like about it is that it kind of just easily adds another person who also helps control things. So it's like, it's a one-player game that two people can play. Could you imagine playing the train part just by yourself, though? That would be so difficult. I mean, maybe not on a touch screen. Yeah, but on a, like, when you're trying to control a cursor on a controller, that part's wild. Yeah, that part is wild. Yeah. It's definitely helpful to have another person playing. So this game is probably about, like, an hour and a half long. Yeah, it's really short. You essentially just follow this old man, or you help this old man on his journey from his home to an unknown destination that is revealed once you actually get there. And through certain cutscenes after every quote-unquote level, you learn a little bit more about his story and his background, and you glean what he is going on this journey for. Yeah, he's got kind of flashbacks where he sees younger versions of himself at the places he's been. Right. And so you Or like a, a feature and that yeah. reminds him of something. So right. you kind of see like what his life... You, you get little snippets of his life. Yes. Yeah. Caroline, mm-hmm. would you like to review? Sure. This game is not very exciting or involved, I should say, but it is a really nice kind of relaxing game. If you guys listen to the Unravel 2 podcast that we did, it felt very similar in the way that it was really beautiful and the art was really nice. The music was excellent and it felt like you were going on this journey and you were kind of invested in the story more than the gameplay even though you didn't really know much of the story like you just unfolded little pieces as you went along if you're looking for something a little bit more exciting I would pass this up for instance we didn't necessarily finish the game we know how the game ends but we didn't want to play any more tonight because we're tired and it would make us more tired because it is so calming and beautiful. So if you're looking for something a little bit more amped up, I wouldn't necessarily lead you to this game. But if you are looking for a fun, short, easy two-player game and you're really interested in more story-based things and you have someone maybe who doesn't play a lot of video games and isn't as talented as, you know, killing people in Fortnite or whatever it may be, then this would be a really good game for you. I think we got it for free via Game Pass. Again, guys, like Game Pass has been just a gem. I know it's not the most inexpensive thing, but they it does go on sale a lot for like a dollar a month or two dollars for two months, something like that. So I definitely think that you should at least check it out and then you can get that game and you can try it. And I it will not take up much of your time. Yeah. So I, I really enjoyed playing with Marco. I wouldn't necessarily want to like sit down and play it for the entire 
hour and a half that it takes and like really gun through it. But I like that it's more of a relaxing game that I can unwind to. Or like a Sunday morning game. We like doing games like that on Sunday mornings, I feel. Yeah. It's nice and relaxing. What did you think? I basically agree with everything Caroline said. It is a... There's not much gameplay to speak of other than rearranging the landscape and then telling the guy where to go. So it is very, very relaxing. It's basically like the video game equivalent of the first eight minutes from up. Mm -hmm. It's very, it's, you know, video game wise, it's a very short video game. It's an hour and a half long, which is very short. very short for a video game. There's no dialogue. So the only bits of story you get are just what you can glean from body language and the snippets of flashbacks that you get. So it is a very like calming, relaxed, just, you know, almost meditative experience. And the music really helps with that because it's like not, you know, super intense jazzy music. It's a lot like the Unravel soundtrack where it's just kind of laid back and relaxed. So it's probably not a great game for people who are either really only interested in the like action heavy games Mm -hmm. and it's not a great game for kids because I feel like the the message is so subtle or like yeah it's the message is so like and it's very cerebral right it's very cerebral so I feel like small children would just get bored I think Caroline said it perfectly when she said the best audience for this like the best people to play this with are people who maybe don't play a ton of video games because kind of like um kind of like the sims it is a video game but doesn't require a ton of video game skill or coordination and it's just a great thing to sort of ease you into them it's a good like first step yeah i know like a perfect couple that would like this game i think do you want to call just them find out on the beautiful. podcast i mean i think that your brother and his fiance would really like it yeah cuz she doesn't play that many video games but i think she, they both like cerebral games or cerebral things, and they would find it beautiful. Yeah, so there's not really much more we can say about it, because, you know, if we did, this podcast would be as long as the game itself. <laughs> so, let's move to questions. Let's do it. Okay, what was your favorite level? I think my favorite level was, and they aren't distinctly broken up they kind of just blend into each other yeah and they all they really have that's different are different like features of it like the train one as i said or the one with water when he like falls down waterfall i'm gonna say my favorite level was the second level Mm -hmm. which is the town because he starts off in his sort of like cliffside home and then he kind of roams through the hills until he gets to a town and it really did feel like a kind of like quaint old European countryside town where everything was like winding hills and curvy streets made of cobblestone. And it was like clear that no huge amount of planning had gone into the layout of this town. And that's kind of what made it beautiful. It's just a place where people live. And it reminded me of a lot of the places I've been in Europe where it is like just towns built on a hill where people live. Yeah. I just thought it was really like nice. Yeah. And it had a dog. And it had a dog. That's always good. What about you? I think... My favorite is one of the ones with the water aspect in it. Just because I like that he like fell down the waterfall, but then was like, I'm okay. And I like that you can manipulate the water and like swoosh with your cursor in between it. That was really fun. Yeah, you can't change the elevation, but you can just basically do the equivalent of sticking your hand in it. And yeah. it like parts it where your hand is. It's, it's just like a really cute little quirk of the game, I think. Yeah, completely useless. But yeah, completely Just like in one level, there are some frogs in the foreground, and if you click on them, they croak. Yeah. That's all it does. You can, like, rustle trees, you can move, like, string lights. Yeah. But it doesn't have any effect on the game. Yeah. It's nice. Nice. 
Our second and last question <laughs> yes. is, do you agree with the old man's choices in his life? Yeah, so a little bit of backstory. The developers have talked about this if you want to read about this game. But the main premise of this game is, can you have both the love of your life and the people that you love and the career that you love or, or doing the thing that you love to do? Or do you have to give up one for the other? And this game really grapples with the choice of giving one up for the other and the repercussions of that. Right. So as we go along, we see these little bits and pieces of the guy's life. And you kind of learn that when he was younger, he was a sailor and he met a woman and he fell in love with her and he had a child with her. And then as their relationship went on and as he got into his kind of middle age, he realized that he missed he missed being a sailor. He missed mm-hmm. the sea. So you learn that he basically leaves his family so that he can go back to being on the sea. And it's nothing, yeah. it's not like, you know, divorce, I'm never speaking to you again. But it's just like he's gone for months or years or some unspecified amount of time. He's gone for just a huge amount of time just on the sea doing what he loves. But as a consequence, he can't spend time with the people he loves. Yeah. And so it's at the end of the story. You, spoilers. Spoilers. At the end of the story, you learn that the reason he set out on this journey in the first place is because his wife was almost dead. And so she's like sick of illness or old age or something. And so you basically show up, spend a sweet moment with her, and then she dies. Yeah. But then you get to spend time with your daughter and her kid. Right. So it's like, it's It's very sad because he misses out on on the life he could have had with the woman he loved. But at the same time, he did that so he could do what he loved with his life. So it's one of those things of like, what matters? Yeah. Which is why it is more of a cerebral game that, you know, children won't get is because that's kind of a a pretty deep topic. Yeah. That it gives to you in little bits and pieces. And so if you're not like here for it, you're just going to be bored. Yeah. So So, back to the question. So what do you think of his actions? Would you have done the same? I mean, I see completely where he came from. I think that in our society, our culture, it's very rare to be doing something that you truly love uh, for your career. So um, I think it's a little bit harder to understand. I definitely prioritize the people I love. But I also know that if like an amazing, amazing job opportunity came up, it would be really tough. Like, let's say it was in China and you didn't want to move to China, it would be like really difficult because we're young and we're at a point in our lives where like our careers really matter we're like starting to learn what we want to do and do what we want and yeah it would be hard to give that up and every like fiber of my growing up has told me like don't give up things that you love for another person like you have to be an independent person so it's a hard thing to unlearn but on the other hand I wouldn't leave you for like 10 years, right? I would stay with you. It would just be hard and it would be long distance, which is something that we've done before and something that we did because you were pursuing something that you loved in a different city. And I, I moved to a city that I loved so that I could do my career, but we stayed together. We didn't give up on that part of it. So I think that there's a compromise that he just did not make. And maybe it was like the time and the place and the, you know, environment of it all. But I think that there's a compromise that... I would have made. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. I have kind of the same sentiments, which is it's hard to answer without qualifying. 
mostly because you can say whatever you want is your answer, but you won't really know what you'll do until you're faced with that decision. Have you ever been faced with that choice? Well, that seems like a pretty loaded question. <laughs> but yes, Caroline, I have been faced with that choice. For you. <gasps> dun, dun, dun! Yeah, so I, you know, I left my job and moved to New York so that I could spend more time with Caroline and actually not be in a long-distance relationship. So, you know, while my answer is maybe, my past history and existence as a hopeless romantic would mm. lead me to say that I would probably make the opposite choice. Yeah. Like, I would want to find some compromise option, but if there is no compromise option that is a good one, I would probably do the one that lets me spend more time with the people I love. Yeah. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, like the character in the story, like, it's not always that easy of a decision, and maybe for it, maybe for another person, like, the thing you love doing with your life is more important than any given person. Like Caroline said, like, don't give up what you love for someone else. Right. Don't lose yourself for someone else, also, I think is, like, where that comes from. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else? I don't have anything else. I think that you should play this game if you enjoyed us talking about Unravel, if you've played that. Definitely play this game. I think that it's if it's not free via Game Pass, if you guys don't have that, I think it's not very expensive. So I would recommend it for like a nice chill time. Yeah, absolutely. It's not the most exciting thing, but sometimes that's exactly what you need. Is it relaxing, yes. sort of chill, laid back story? You don't need that... more Gears of Five. Right. Gears, Gears of, of Five. five. <laughs> sometimes you don't need to shoot things. You just need to go on a calm, relaxing journey with an old man. Exactly. Yeah. Who looks a little... <laughs> Did you just run into the AC unit? Right now I just headbutted the AC unit. Oh, she's a real special little pup. She's a special little pup. And I would give up everything to spend more time with the pup. Would you give up the pup to spend more time with the pup? That makes no sense. <laughs> just let us outro this, please. Yeah, so that's all we got. That's all we got. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and a review because that is the best way for people to, for more people to find the podcast. Very, very true. Uh, you can always reach out to us at our Twitter at review for two or our email address at review the number four and then the word TWO at gmail.com. Mm -hmm. Feel free to send us suggestions or t-shirt ideas or your own thoughts and feelings and opinions on the game. Yeah, please. Yeah. Anything else? No. Cool. That's awesome. All. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Our Chairs, announcing their presence whether you like it or not. <laughs>